You're listening to Church Unplugged, the podcast of Christ Community Chapel. In each episode, we look at questions and topics that are connected to our faith in Jesus and to the way that it plays out in everyday life. In this episode, we're discussing Ohio Issue 1. So this has been a hotly contested issue in the upcoming election, and we felt that the best way we could explore it fully and in the way that it deserves and needs to be explored would be to talk about it in a podcast, what the Bible says, how we as a church feel about this issue. So welcome in to Church Unplugged. Welcome into Church Unplugged. I'm Jimmy Cozy, part of the leadership team here at CCC. I've got the rest of our leadership team, Zach Wyrock, Joe Coffey, and Stacey DiNardo. And our topic today is Ohio Issue 1. So obviously we live in Northeast Ohio. We're coming up on a pretty hotly contested election, uh, specifically around Ohio Issue 1. And this is something that we've heard from a lot of individuals just wondering where we stand and if we're going to talk about what's going on with, with this particular proposed amendment. So we felt like The best way to do that and to be able to navigate some of the nuance that's involved is to do it here on the podcast. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So I think maybe uh, a good starting point would be uh, how do we, as we have read the issue and looked at it, how do we understand what it is actually saying as opposed to what maybe has been sensationalized or or, uh, overemphasized, but what what is at the core of this issue? Well, let me add something just a little bit before that, and then I'll let uh, Joe cue up what issue one says. But I would just say it's incredibly complicated as a as a church yeah. to work through what we'll speak about, how we'll speak about it, when and where we'll speak about it. And I just want to acknowledge that. I, I think people have been asking for us to talk about this, and it, it just isn't as clear-cut um, on, on what, what the best way to do that is. To the point where I think we're going to do an additional podcast on how, you know, just that what how what makes that complicated yeah, yeah. working through what to weigh through. So I just want people to understand it's it's not as easy as saying, Hey, this is clearly right, clearly wrong. Can you speak to this? And make I want to make sure that you order. also yeah. listen to that podcast when it comes out. Yes. Because yeah. this is today it's issue one. Tomorrow it'll be Who knows what it something be. else. Um so I just think that's important. But Joe, you want to queue up broad strokes what issue one is? Let me I will get it exactly here. Do I have that pulled up the ballot? Yeah. Go ahead and read it. Yeah. So this is what the proposed amendment would do. I'm not going to read all of it, um, but it changes the Constitution. It establishes in the Constitution of the state of Ohio an individual right to one's own reproductive medical treatment, including but not limited to abortion. Um, there's, it creates legal protections for any person or entity that assists a person with receiving reproductive medical treatment, including but not limited to abortion. It prohibits the state from directly or indirectly burdening, penalizing, or prohibiting abortion before an unborn child is determined to be viable unless the state demonstrates that it is using the least restrictive means. I guess I am reading all of it. Let me keep going. There are just a few more that I think are really important. Grant a pregnant woman's treating physician the authority to determine on a case-by-case basis whether an unborn child is viable. Only allow the state to prohibit an abortion after an unborn child is determined by a pregnant woman's treating physician to be viable and only if the physician does not consider the abortion necessary to protect the pregnant woman's life or health. And lastly, always allow an unborn child to be aborted at any stage of pregnancy, regardless of viability, if in the treating physician's determination, the abortion is necessary to protect the pregnant woman's life or health. Okay, and issue one has become... um a big deal because of the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Uh, So abortion is no longer uh, considered a a constitutional right. So every state, it's been pushed to the states, and now the states can determine 
what the rules are uh, surrounding abortion. And this would then make it a constitutional right in the state of Ohio. So that's why we're talking about it right now. Uh, So before we get into the nuances of this, let's uh, let's talk about the theological uh, our theological understanding of yeah. this issue, so you know, because we are uh, talking on behalf of Christ Community Chapel. So yeah, and that we and that is the you know, for lack of a better for, term, that's the business we're in. We are a, a, a theological yeah. entity. And so that's how we think about these things. We're not, no one here is a lawyer. No one here is a politician. Uh, And so what the Bible makes unequivocally clear is that uh, every person is made in the image of God, that that is true really from conception. I mean, uh, the Bible will affirm things like it is God who does the, this is metaphorical language, but who does the knitting together of us. Uh, in the the womb, womb, right? So uh, life begins at conception, life belongs to God, and Mm -hmm. it is not for us to take it. uh, That's a violation of the Sixth Commandment, which says, uh, do not murder. You have Old Testament references even to uh, what would happen if two men are fighting and they accidentally injure a pregnant woman Mm -hmm. in so much as she loses her child. So uh, Jesus will affirm uh, he'll he'll even take it further to say, hey, not only should you not murder, but if you get angry and hate you, so he is not lessening the Old Testament prohibition against murder. He's he's strengthening it, strengthening it. So because people are made in the image of God, what we would say is um, the fetus in the womb is a child, yeah. and one is a, is a person uh, made by God that matters to God in the image of God, whose life belongs only to God. And so for that reason, abortion uh, is murder. That and, and this goes even fundamental, kind of the argument, secular argument for abortion is that it's, it's a woman's body, so it's her choice. But of course, uh, as Christians, we would say none of us belong to yeah. ourselves, that it's not my body, it's God's body. It's not my life, it's God's life, right? So even there, we're at odds with the culture over who is in uh, charge, in charge okay. and, and who is the ultimate authority. And our faith would tell us that it's God, not even ourselves. I am not the authority of my own life or of my own body, God is. So there are a lot of uh, commercials that are coming out uh, for uh, from groups that are saying vote yes, uh, groups that are saying vote no. There are a lot of different um, uh, possibilities. When you, when you put something like this into the Constitution, it opens the door for a lot of possibilities, and people are running down different roads for different possibilities. Uh, part of what we wanted to do here was to stay with what we know, and what is uh, known is that this would make abortion uh, up to full term, full term yep. uh, legal in the state of Ohio, and we think that's wrong. Uh, so we would say uh, that as a as a Christ follower, as somebody who believes in the Bible and what Zach said is that every human being is made in the image of God, that we would vote no on issue one. Just want to be clear on that before we go into the nuances of this. And the reason for that is the state cannot give you a right that God right. himself right. has said is not yours. That again, that, that's a theological uh, argument. The state of Ohio doesn't have the authority to give a right to you that God has said is 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 immoral and wrong. And so for that reason, we would say uh, because abortion is murder, the state right. doesn't have the, the moral authority. They might have the legal authority. They don't have the moral authority, which is why uh, this 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 issue is wrong. Now, currently, abortion in Ohio is legal up to 21 weeks. So again, that's where a lot of the language in this that does expand that to um, 
any point in the term uh, is, you know, is only taking that even much further than where we currently are in the state of Ohio. Yeah, so, no vote wouldn't make abortion illegal. Right, exactly. But it does significantly yep. limit the number of abortions and the candidates for abortions based on length of pregnancy and yeah. viability. One, one yeah. thing that's important to say, too, is you know, the, the change to the, the amendment puts a lot of emphasis on uh, the abortion provider mm-hmm. to make a number of decisions. It'll talk about viability. How do we know if, right. if a child is viable? Well, that's up to the provider. How do we know if it's necessary for the, for health, the health, health of the, of the mother? Woman. And by the way, that health isn't even specified. Physical, physical could health, be mental, mental health, 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 health yeah. right? It gives a lot of power to the abortion mm-hmm. providers. And one of the things we've seen in, in any state that legalizes marijuana, for example, on a medical level, is that uh, it's kind of a running joke when you when you legalize it medically, but you don't legalize it recreationally. Is all you need is a doctor who's friendly, right? Right. And we've seen that with the um, uh, oxycodone uh, yeah. epidemic in America. All it takes is a doctor who overprescribes or who's willing. So even though maybe proponents of this would say, well, you still need a doctor to. Yeah, it's more about freedom than it is yeah. about. Right. Yeah. The truth is there are for-profit entities who are in the business of abortion. They're not in the business of turning women away. Right. They're in the business of and, – and this amendment would give them the power to decide really up to, up to birth For up to birth yeah. that an abortion is acceptable. Yeah, one of the problems with actually changing the Constitution is that it makes it uh, – you know, we have elected officials who are the legislative branch that can make laws. But once it's in the Constitution, they can't make laws that contradict the Constitution. So. Right. Uh, it's very hard, and we already found out from the August special election how hard it is to change, to make an amendment to the Constitution once it's been done. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is one of those things that's uh, very, very difficult. There's a lot of stuff that goes on on both sides uh, right now with commercials trying to make persuade people persuade. emotionally one way or the other. I know that uh, one of the things I saw was uh, – You'll vote. You need to vote yes on issue one because of this extreme uh, anti-abortion law. What's interesting is that uh, they, the law that would become the heartbeat uh, bill, the right? SU no. uh, twenty-three, yeah. SU yeah. twenty-three heartbeat this, law. This would be make us uh, one of the the only. There, there would be no other country uh, that is a more liberal abortion law than this, yeah. except for like North Korea yeah. and China. Which it's is not crazy. necessarily a company that we would like to be no, no, running no. in. All you know, the Scandinavian countries, uh, which we usually consider as being much more liberal, yeah. uh, have a much more conservative uh, abortion laws on their on their books. But and I think the trick is there. There is obviously anytime you're talking about the law, the Constitution. There's a ton of complexity, uh, and because of that complexity, uh, people who aren't lawyers like like us. Uh, we know what we know. There must be something we don't know, we don't understand, which allows people to traffic in half truths. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, this on, on either I, for right. the record uh-huh. on either side right. of this issue, right. saying things like, uh, I mean, I've seen things like this will open the door for for uh, certain rights related to uh, uh, gender transitions or parental yeah. rights, or and certainly anytime you change the constitution, it opens the door. For any number of things, right? right? And and so, um, but the problem with that is the problem with dealing in half truths is the other side can point to the half other lie. half right, right right half truth is also half, half right. misrepresentation. So I think what we're saying is, look, we're not lawyers, we're not constitutional lawyers, we don't, but we're just telling you a plain and simple reading of this amendment is it will lead not only to more abortions than less, it, it makes abortion a constitutional right of every citizen in Ohio. 
And that is that is a right that God himself has said we do not have. It is the taking of a life. So it's a simple reading of this. It may open the door for certain things. It, it may not. There's a lot of other things that go into that, and we're not experts in that. But what we know for sure is that the simple reading of this is that it legitimizes abortion in a way that God would not. If I can just quick tangent when we're talking about the amendment and talking about the law, but I think anytime we talk about abortion, it's important for us as Christians to acknowledge that we have work that we can continue doing to care for women, to care for women that are in situations where it is a real struggle for them to see what it could look like to go to full term or to see what it could look like. And that is something that I think we need to just pick up that charge as well and pick up that mantle and look for ways that we can support women that are in situations that are really difficult for them or might seem impossible at the time. So we partner with ministries that do that, and we love the work they're doing, but we can be looking for ways ourselves. Yeah, I will say, I think that's well said. I will say that sometimes the the charge that gets made uh, towards Christians is that we're pro-life only in the mm-hmm. only— we only care about keep making women right. have babies and then after babies. And I would just say, I just want to encourage people, that's not true. And we have people in our church that are adopting, that are doing foster yep. care, that are generous. And both. there's a lot of families doing incredible. Could we do more? Sure, absolutely, yep. absolutely. But that that's a charge that I hear levied against Christians all the time that I just don't think is fair or accurate or based in data. It, it's just uh, I see a lot of Christians doing really powerful Amazing, work. Yep. Uh, in the lives of children uh, post-birth because of their pro-life commitment. And I just think it's important to, to acknowledge that. You've been listening to Church Unplugged, the podcast of Christ Community Chapel. In each episode, we're going to look at topics and questions that are related to our faith in Jesus and to the way that it plays out in everyday life. We want your feedback. We want your suggestions. If you've got ideas or questions that you'd like to hear answered on the show, you can email us at churchunplugged.com at ccchapel.com. We would love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.